Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. throne and typically his son would sit at his right side on another throne beside the king. It was a seat of honor, a seat of authority, and for either one to speak from their thrones was to speak on behalf of the crown in general. The person sitting in the right-handed seat exercised authority on behalf of the king and was esteemed highly by the kingdom. Knowing this will give us some context for today's verses. Up until now, the Holy Spirit has been poured out, a crowd has gathered to see what is going on, and the Apostle Peter has been speaking, sharing the first gospel message of this new church as he continues explaining exactly who Jesus is in Acts chapter 2, verses 33 through 36, which says, Exalted to the right hand of God, he has received from the Father the promised Holy Spirit and has poured out what you now see and hear. For David did not ascend to heaven, and yet he said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. In his sermon thus far, Peter has already alluded to King David, the great hero of the Jewish people. It had been prophesied that a descendant of David would be the great Messiah, and Peter goes about proving from Scripture that Jesus is indeed the fulfillment of these prophecies. David spoke of things beyond just himself, Peter says. He wasn't always talking about him or his crown, but he was also looking forward, speaking of the Christ who was to come. Peter quotes David's words in Psalm 110, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Jesus would quote this psalm himself in Matthew's Gospel, noting that the Lord said to my Lord meant that even David by the Holy Spirit was acknowledging that the Messiah would be a son of David, but also David's Lord. In other words, Peter is using scripture to prove that the Lord God said to my Lord Jesus, sit at my right hand, the place of honor and authority, which scripture testifies throughout the New Testament is the place that Jesus now sits. Therefore, let all of Israel be assured of this, Peter continues. Let the Jewish people, the people of God, let them know God has made Jesus Lord and Messiah. Now, it's not that Jesus wasn't always Lord and always the Savior, but Jesus did not get to sit on the throne at God's right hand until he had fulfilled everything that he needed to. Once he died, once he had risen, once he ascended, then he sat down at the right hand of God once his work was done. Jesus was always Lord, but now that the human life on earth has ended, now that Jesus has been faithful to everything that he was called to do, now, in that sense, he has, quote, earned his place of honor at God's right hand, and God has given him that authority as Lord. Today, take some time to think about and wrestle with the tension of the idea of the Trinity. God is fully one and yet distinct, and we see that in these verses today. Father and Son are separate, and yet they're also united as one and the same. Father sits on the throne, and the Son is at his right hand, and yet both are called Lord. Don't worry so much about finding answers today, although certainly they may come, but just take some time to let these ideas roll around in your head today, praying for insight and seeing what God brings to light for you as you go about your day today. Thank you.